Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Unnoticed LinkedIn Safari with me here, Jim James in the UK and Simon Chapman, South Africa. Say hi, hi Simon. Jim. Hi, Jim. Well, look, we've managed to get to session seven. Uh, tell us today, what are we going to do to help us progress the use of LinkedIn to promote my book, The Unnoticed Entrepreneur, and my profile, and basically get LinkedIn to be a useful platform. Yeah, so today we're going to circle back to your posts and the content you have been publishing. And uh, today is an interesting day because I think um, we are now at a stage where we can start building what I call the content library. And the content library is a great thing because it allows you to recycle content and have a body of work that you can use with a consistency and a clarity of message. And um, we're going to look into this. You did two slideshows over the past two weeks. So we're going to review these. We're going to look into a framework, how you do these slideshows. And we take a quick look at the numbers that we have achieved over the past four weeks to put what you've done into a perspective, into perspective with, with your reach. Okay, that sounds great. And I see today you're back in your studio, so we're going to yes. not have the, uh, the problems that we had last time. So, Simon... I think we're going to make some progress. So why don't you take over then and share with us what you'd like us to learn? Absolutely. So let me share my screen with you. And um, let's start with a really quick um, recap of uh, what we've done over the past seven weeks. And uh, so this is what we've achieved. I think we, we can be proud, proud of that. So uh, we have rewritten your profile. You've, uh, you've written a new about text, and I think it's much clearer. Um, we have, and this is important, we have reduced the time you spent writing posts because we have reduced the total number of posts. Remember, you published like three or four posts a day. We've cut this down to yep. one post, giving you yep. more reach. And we've stopped you uh, posting groups, um, saving you again time. I think you mentioned you spent about an hour a day cross-posting in the various groups. And yep. um, so we saved a lot of time here. And the big news is we've done all of that while maintaining the impression numbers. So instead of having a lot of posts across as many channels, we have few posts in one channel and we get basically the same number of impressions. And I've pulled the, the overview from the past four weeks um, and you can see it's a steady line. What we see here, and that's a thing that you find, you always find in these numbers. You have a couple of strong posts that generate a lot of impressions. So we have one here, four weeks back. Here's a strong post and here's a strong post. So that is a typical, totally normal uh, phenomenon. And um, let's take a quick look at some of these posts so we can also give a bit of context what are high-performance posts, and what are low-performance posts. Great, Simon. I think and just for those people watching, uh, listening, I have reduced the amount of time I spend on LinkedIn from nearly two hours a day down to 30 minutes. So we called it content dumping before where I was just sort of sharing five or six posts, reposting other people's posts and so on, and really getting it down to Simon had summarized with either entertaining you're informing, you're educating, or you're inspiring, if I'm not mistaken, Simon. Those are the four. Exactly. So now I approach every post with one of those four goals. So that's terrific. 
And I think the other thing that we've achieved, or I assume that it's the case for you, now with less time and less things to do, you have more clarity and more focus. So going forward, it should be easier to focus on these five qualities that you've just outlined, um, giving value to readers um, instead of spending time across different groups and channels and cross-posting. Uh, so you can really hone and tune in to what your readers want. Yep. So here are, I want to yeah, look at um, six posts from the past four weeks just to give a bit of context or to illustrate some things I think are interesting. So the first two posts that I'm going to show you are um, video posts. And the interesting thing here, we're not, we're not going to watch the thing, but the interesting thing is you have only two um, reactions, two people that like that, but you have 2,772 impressions, which is a lot. And... Uh, we have the same phenomenon with, with this post. It's also a video post, uh, even worse, one like, but also 2,120 impressions. And the reason why I'm showing that and why I think this is interesting is it's, it's not only about the number of impressions we get, but we are interested in getting people to engage with content. And what we can assume here is like that the People didn't really like what or were, were not really interested, even though LinkedIn showed it to a lot of people. So what I'm going to show you now is a post that you did exactly a month ago, I think a little bit over. And um, this post is beautiful because it, should, it, it did what it should do. It reached a lot of people. We have 3,800 impressions. And we have 42 people who engaged with the like mm. 16 people who commented in one post, person who posted it. So that is what we really want to achieve. So it's not pure quantity in terms of impressions, but we want people to engage. And I think the, the engagement that you got here was really nice people congratulating, giving you feedback on what you shared here, which is um, the, the, the learnings that you had from selling your agency. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to get back to this post in a second. Um, when we talk about building content library. So great example for a, a very effective post. It's professional. It's about your, your work. Um, you've reached a high number of people, but you've also had a lot of people engage on the post. The other post um, is the post that you did two weeks ago to celebrate your sister. And, yes. Um, here's a picture. Dr. So, Shelley James. Yep. There she is, so, my beautiful, amazing, talented sister. You could read the love that you have for her from the post. So um, <clears throat> beautiful post. Um, did also really well. Let's see the numbers. Um, you have 2,397 likes. Um, sorry, impressions. And almost 70, no, 70 likes and 28 comments, which is also a, an example for a good post that work well because you not only have a lot of impressions, but you have people engaged with it. Okay. And so I need more I, sisters. I have three sisters in total. So I've got to <laughs> get out the next, write about the next sister. Uh, sisters, but also um, I think the, the interesting thing with this post about your sister and the other post about your selling agency is that they are in a certain way um, different, but similar 
This one is you talking about your, your business, selling the agency. And this one is talking about your sister. And in a certain way, you could argue that both are personal because you share something from of yourself. Um, selling agency is a personal thing. Parting ways after a long time is, a, I think, is a, is a touching experience. So I think that is a thing that a lot of people resonate with. And the the things that you shared for your sister is also something more personal that people usually resonate with. And that is relevant for the content library that we are now planning to develop because you should not talk only about professional stuff, but you should also have a mix of personal experiences um, thrown in because it allows people to to get a sense of who you are and um, because it makes you more human. And um, so it's always a good idea to have this mix. And as we can see, it also helps with the, with the impressions. What we see usually um, personal posts always get more likes than professional posts. So um, I don't know why that is, but it's something to definitely keep in mind. Yeah, and in a way that shows that LinkedIn has a heart, you know, that it's not just a trade show, right? It, it's, Absolutely. It's a community. And I think that's one of the takeaways that I've had from doing this with Simon is that just, you're not just going into a room and shouting. You know, you need to go in and participate and listen and engage and it's, uh, it's exactly one of the, the same when you go to to a meeting chamber of commerce or some business meeting i mean you don't come into the room and sort of with a megaphone uh, shout out what you do but you sort of mingle with people maybe you have a glass of water in your hand and the first thing you yeah. ask is probably what do you do what's your name uh, where are you from and only after a while so it becomes maybe more business-like but First, the first thing is always like checking out the person. Do you like the person? Do they have yep. kids? Are they married? Da, 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 da. So it is. It is what we like, as you. Yeah, guess. yeah. No, so it's, a, so it's a good lesson to learn. So, back to the other presentation. So now that we have saved a lot of time, minimized the work that you do, and we have we've had some learnings. Um, in terms of the, the content performance, um, where we can move to the next stage, which is um, honing in on your one post style, post type that really works nicely. And um, maybe just, I found it, maybe I'm a bit of a nerd, but the interesting thing, what I saw with your sister's post was that um, it had an amazing number of impressions and uh, likes. And it was published, I think, this day or this day here. But the interesting thing is that it was not a, a fast-burning post that sort of gets all the impressions in one day. And those are usually the posts that are more engaging for people or more interesting. So it's sort of a post that is being um, um, shared from, from person to person and sort of like handed forward which explains that you have a rather shallow curve here. So it's not a strong yeah. spike because this post gained impressions and likes over days and days. Yes, and, it was um, interesting that actually. And um, I once had a post uh, about my African wife and um, her parents staying with us. This post didn't take off for a couple of days 
Then after three, four days, it slowly grew and grew. And for two weeks, it sort of became uh, what some people would call a viral post. But it took a long time. It was sort of more a flat curve, but it was very, um, very, yeah, very successful yeah. if you count the numbers of impressions and likes. So that is one interesting thing that I saw with your post. And the other thing, what we can see here, that is the first slideshow that you did uh, about last week. And yes. again, you can see with a slideshow, usually you have spike impressions. It's strong one day and then it usually uh, dies out. And you can see yep. the same phenomenon here that it uh, went down quite, quite fast. So there's a bit uh, yeah, experience share on, on LinkedIn. So um, as we said, so we've saved time and uh, we've settled on a high reach post type, which is slideshows. And um, you've done a slideshow last week. Um, we're going to look at that in a second and we're going to analyze that in terms of what, what you've done there and why that has worked so nicely. So great. As I said, going forward, our focus is to build a content library. And um, maybe you want to say a couple of things about your book so readers, listeners have an idea because you wrote a book. Yeah. You've interviewed 50 entrepreneurs. Maybe you want to show that again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. This is the widely published Unnoticed Entrepreneur. The camera's struggling to – there we go. Yeah, Unnoticed Entrepreneur, yeah. published by Wiley, available on all stores. It's 50 entrepreneurs that have been on my Unnoticed Entrepreneur podcast uh, that are now compiled as articles. Actually, this is the uh, the first volume and another volume's uh, going into print soon. So uh, that's right, Simon. Thank you. That's mm. really why we're doing this is to try and help share what's in the book with people on LinkedIn so that they can know that this resource is available for them. Yeah. And I think in the book you have 50 different chapters, 50 different entrepreneurs, and uh, all of them share one thing that's helped them getting noticed. So you have a rich body of working. You have a lot of information on your hand, and um, you basically have a content library at your fingertips. And so what you've yep. started doing last week with the first slideshow is you've taken the first author, the, the first guest from the book, and you've turned that what he said, what he shared in this chapter into the slideshow. So, yeah, this is Oscar Trimboli in the uh, the four villains of listening, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And um, so, what what is happening now is we are basically leveraging your book to create more slideshows from the book, um, recycling the content, and we're going to do this in a way also thinking about saving time and energy. Um, doing it the way that you can repost the same slideshow maybe in three, four, five months' time, mm. which is a thing that not a lot of people feel comfortable about. So a lot of people think they have to constantly write new content. And um, we've analyzed a lot of high-performance authors, and what you find is they don't do this. They are too smart. They've realized it's too much time writing a post every day or seven posts a week or yes. something. So they've essentially built a library, and um, I'm just thinking of Justin Wells. He's stopped. There, he's recycling. So I've been following Recycling, him for yeah, year. makes a lot of sense. And it's, I keep seeing the same yeah. posts. Okay. So 
let's get back. Yeah, and so I went into Canva and I created a template. Uh, Simon originally said that the template I had where I had the red, the gray, and the white, which is the sort of colors for the unnoticed, was too many colors, so too much of a distraction. So I made it just a, a white text on black background, just one standard uh, using uh, Bebas New as the font and Eleron as the secondary font. So it's worth mm. just thinking about the corporate identity of it so that you mm. don't try and recreate slides that look different every time. Exactly. You want to have a corporate identity. And I think in your case, yeah. the great thing is you have a book. So the slideshows you create can tap into the, the visual look and feel of the book, which sort of yep. elevates the value of the slideshows. So coming back. Um, so we are now on the way of building a content library, leveraging um, everything that you have in your book. We do this with high-reach slideshows. And um, the one thing that is always the question, wh when should you do a slideshow? Because it happens now that you see more and more people do slideshows, and very often you feel like, why was that a slideshow? I mean, it's sort of nothing you could have not said in the post. So I put together the simple rule when to do a slideshow. Um, and the first rule is if you have a post and that doesn't fit on a phone screen, it's too long, you want to keep it short. Right. And so, so it's not very to, long, is it? Yeah. Try to shorten it. If you have to swipe down to read it, it's too long. Um, and only if you can't make the post any shorter than it is, you should um, think about turning that into a slideshow. So it's really um, something that you want to use when you have enough content to really um, entertain and engage people. If, if people feel that you do this just to make them swipe to your I just did a quick look. It says that uh, it looks like five lines of text um, is about all you can get onto the phone before people have to start to scroll down. So um, if you've got more than five lines, then you need to think about your yeah, – I just did a quick a quick look on online, Simon. It's, so there we go. Hard, it's a hard stop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, yeah, it's, it's – I think brevity is the key on LinkedIn. So what we see a lot of people have long posts, um, which is hard to read. Again, imagine you're in the subway, London. Uh, you don't want to read like a whole wall of text. You, you, if it's five lines or 10 lines, okay. But anything longer than that, people are probably going to just skip and uh, drop off. Yeah, exactly. So five, five lines after that. Now, speaking of five lines, Simon, We've got to keep an eye on the time because you and I only have half an hour. We've got, we're at 19 minutes now. So, you know, yeah, this is great, yeah. but it's got to keep us moving. I'll stop interrupting. We'll be back after a quick break. Would you like to double your salary without starting another business? The easy way to do this is to join the board of another company. You get well paid for a part-time role. You get all the credibility that comes with being a board member. Plus, you get to hang out with some very cool people and learn how other businesses are dealing with their problems. If you'd like to know more, if you'd like to learn how you get your first board seat within 60 days, just click on the link below as uh, Unnoticed is a gold sponsor of our summit. So you get free tickets. Enjoy. I'll see you there. Now, 
Now let's look at your two slideshows so people know what you're talking about. And once we've analyzed these, we can then um, come back. So this is the first slideshow you did yep. um, back last week. Uh, some viewers might remember that from seeing. And as we can yep. see, great numbers, 3,300 impressions. Um, mm. That's phenomenal. You have 12 people who liked it, six people left a comment. So that's really good, um, considering also that that is your first slideshow ever. And yep. um, then we have the second slideshow that you did this week, um, which is still quite fresh, so we don't have quite the numbers. Um, but also we have 583 views, impressions, which is compared to what you had before we started working together, I think you on average had like 50 to 100 impressions per post. So yeah. one post, more reach, which is great. So um, the, uh, the uh, yeah. Well, I think it, it, it's also making my profile look a little bit more interesting. I think just cosmetically, you know, it's all looking a little bit more interesting than, than what I had before and a little yeah. bit more structured. And also you've chosen a style where you crop the images, you have one color as a background. So that already signifies that that is sort of like so an eye catcher, but it also signifies that there's more probably that you want to check out and then you see it's a slideshow. Yeah. So let's quickly go through this um, just so we get an idea for the for the structure. Um, so you have the opening statement, 74.9% um, of people think we are above average listeners, which is a contradiction in itself. Um, you have sort of a, a good catching image here, and then um, you basically walk through the um, individual aspects. Um, the problem, people have not taught how to listen, and um, here you jump back to Oscar Boli as the interview guest in the book for the chapter. Um, and you make the statement that there is a price to pay um, at work if we are bad listeners. And um, now you leverage what Oscar has given you, the three essential questions that uh, you can use to become a best, better listener, which is that um, you uh, ask people to tell, to say more, uh, the second one is to ask what else, and the third one is to just listen. So you, you've given three actionable things here that I as a reader can take away if I want to improve my listening skills and if I want to give other people the feeling that I'm really uh, tuning into them. So you've listed the, the takeaways of this chapter and the slideshow, and you've wrapped up the whole slideshow with um, a call to action, with a book um, and image of yourself, which is a very good thing to do because I don't know what the numbers are. I think um, if you have a, an image of yourself on the last slide of the slideshow, it increases um, reach by 50% or something crazy. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. That's, um, so get a good headshot. And all I've done is use Canva to remove the background uh, of, yeah. the of the picture. It's very easy to do. Lots of software will do that as well. Absolutely. So it's, how long did it take you to do that? Like, Re Remove the background or to make the slide? The, the slideshow, yeah. 
was uh, Canada. The slide, yeah, the first one took me a while because, and here's something I'm going to do next time. What took time was thinking about the content and the treatment, the creative treatment. So now what I'm doing is I've got a spreadsheet and I worked out the like the the hero's journey of each deck, mm. and we we can share this, can't we, Simon? We've yes. heard what slide one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven, eight should do, and then I'm putting them into a spreadsheet, and then I'm going to write the text for each slide into a spreadsheet, mm. and then I'll have my VA use the template I've created in Canva to drop the headlines and the secondary text in. Mm. So we can find a workflow process because uh, mm. the first one took quite a few, well, took a bit of time. Yeah, shouldn't yeah. say how long because it's a bit embarrassing, uh, but that's well, also because I'm slow. Uh, but but it can be made into a process, and that's really what we're trying to get to, Simon, isn't it? So we have the exactly. integrity of the content and creativity, but without the time. Exactly. Again, uh, get faster but have better quality content. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the other thing you said, in the beginning, first slideshow, second slideshow takes a lot of time. Once you know how it works, it becomes very fast. And you also develop your style. And uh, with a choice of images, um, also an experience share. Um, I have, I think, 20, 30, 40 images that I reuse stock photos. And I have them in the back of my head. So whenever I do a slideshow, I already know what images I want to take or how I can mm. use the image to to make a statement more funny or contradictory or something. So it's another thing. That's a really good idea. That's a really good idea to create, as you said, a a content library, because that's what took time was finding it and then rendering it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So as you say, once you build an archive of of stock stock footage where you've treated it, like I removed all the backgrounds, for example. Yeah. That's another good learning. Without going on a tangent here, but it's my favorite thing with um, with good stock photos or a lot of stock photos, they just look like stock photos. You want yep. to avoid that. And so it's a bit of like uh, a treasure hunt in the stock photo libraries to find the ones that are maybe not that obvious or that have some sort of like quality to it that you resonate with. And um, yep. so the pictures that I chose I like them. I think they have some some uniqueness, and I think they also sort of match my me my my character. And so I've chosen those over many many others that technically you could say show yeah. the same thing, but maybe okay. for the setup for some reason it just didn't look as good. Okay, okay. and so, you can you can either use Canva or Unsplash has uh, pictures as well. Pixabay is another one. Mm. So there are quite a few free photo libraries out there. Okay, Simon, yeah. we've got yeah. just five minutes yeah, left, four minutes left, so where are you going to take us? Exactly. So your second slideshow, we can see clear changes. You have started with a very strong statement on the first page. Uh, you can say it's up the hook line of the slideshow. And uh, then you have explained um, um, the the issue. And um, you put things into perspective. You are showing the price um, that uh, entrepreneurs suffer by having to suffer through the stress. And um, you introduce a mentor or you introduce a person that has a solution to this problem. And that is sort of tying into the story arc that you uh, mentioned earlier. Yeah, and and that's, you know, this comes from then Mason Harris being in the book. And Simon, he, Simon, uh, sorry, Mason then, 
reposted this post to his network, which is the first time really that's happened. So that's mm. a real indication that we're moving in the right direction because the, he liked the post enough to mm. um, repost it and to schedule a call with me again. Yeah, this week. I mean, th th that's a whole new avenue. Once you get people to repost your posts, then you are on a winning lane because um, it helps you reach massively and you can tap into yeah. other people's audiences. So quick back here, you've basically taken, um, you, you, you took uh, the the content from your chapter in the book, which is sort of the, the what Mason Harris teaches. You transferred it into the slideshow and it's, it's, it's his Kutzmer philosophy. You've broken it down. Every letter you can see is C-H-U-T-Z-P-A-H. Took me, took me ages to do the, the little letters, but I, was, I, got in a, I got in a place where I, I wanted to get it done. But, anyway, you know, <laughs> Simon, speaking of places, we've got about a couple of minutes left. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and, um, that is um, the slideshow where you summarize the chapter, you end it with a call to action, um, with a picture of yours, And um, what I want to show our viewers is the um, breakdown that you've developed. You've developed your own framework, and I think that's very interesting. Yes, I developed a framework after to Simon where I thought we could share this because it would give you a template. And we could put this even to, into, a, into a post, couldn't we, Simon, as well, to help people? Exactly. So here it is to sum it up. Open the slideshow with an interesting fact, what you did. Um, you shed a light on what the current situation is. You shed a light on what the problem is. Um, you explained it. Um, then you introduced a person who solved it, which in your case, with the 50 chapters and the 50 guests that you had, it's always, you always have somebody who solved the problem that you can discuss. Yep. Um, Then you explain how they solved it. So in case we just saw it's the Hutzpah philosophy. And um, sometimes I think you can also mention where they solved it. I think that was not fully yep. applicable to Mason. Um, and then you have the summary of these facts and you end the whole thing with a call to action, which then um, is this last slide with the image of yours. That's great. And Simon, we can find a place to, to make that available. Uh, to be maybe we could put it on I could put it on my slide share for example uh or maybe what we do is we make that into a a post from mm. you maybe uh in your LinkedIn so that people can, can get access a post to that for today believe it or not okay there you go so we're trying stealing, to share stealing your framework I didn't see the copyright anyone see the copyright I didn't no, know they no, saw no, the copyright on there copyright? when the student teaches the master something you know that's nice yeah. now Simon half past Mindful of the time. On the dot. What do we need to do to close? What do we need to do? We need to do a new slideshow for the next week. And we're going to improve that. And uh, we're going to see your numbers slowly creep up with people following you for your good content. Okay, great. Simon, I think this, if I can share this sort of a, a takeaway uh, for this week for me has been, you know, the need really to, to focus on thinking about who I'm writing for and the, and the goals I've got for the post and, and investing the time in the content creation, not the distribution. Um, and in really thinking through with the add value to me or to my avatar. And if not, 
going back to the drawing board. And it's been really, really valuable. Uh, Just said lesson. a great thing to invest your time, not in distribution, but in creation. That's a nice one. Thank you so much, Simon. Simon Chaffazo in South Africa, in Cape Town. Thank you for keeping the power on for us today. No problem. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for taking time to watch this on live. I know most people are working and won't have half an hour, but we're putting this on the YouTube channel uh, on the Unnoticed Entrepreneur. We'll put a link in the in my next post to that. Um, we're also learning the things that we're writing about are in this book. And you can also listen to the Unnoticed Entrepreneur podcast, which you can find on any player with me here, Jim James. So thank you again for joining us on what was session six of the Unnoticed LinkedIn Safari. And we will be back same time, same place next week. That's Thursday, 12 o'clock here on LinkedIn. Thank you for Can't joining for us. That. And, yeah, and until we meet again, keep on communicating. Exactly. Thank you.